legend indeed. And her voice lives on and the message is loud and clear. For those who don't understand this, uh, Brenda Fass is saying, please don't kill that don't kill this person. You might just need them. And the conversation we're having right now um, is about men who choose to be stay home dads, uh, who are not coping. And it could be various reasons that they choose this. It could be circumstantial. Uh, in 2008, South Africa uh, faced a wave of retrenchments with an estimate estimated 83,000 jobs lost um, in that year alone. Uh, so can you imagine that the many uh, men who are trying to find jobs and can't find jobs and choose to then assist at home and I guess um, sisters we need to just back off a little if we're going to lead them uh, to having heart attacks and uh, we're talking about that right now with Nicole Jennings uh, who's spokesperson for Pharma Dynamics. Good afternoon and welcome Nicole. Good afternoon, Casolda. Thank you so much. This is shocking statistics. Yes. I mean, it's easier to just talk and about it. what's very interesting about these findings is that it's not necessarily related to the normal stresses of being a parent, mm. but it's actually also um, sociological stresses, you know, because being a stay-at-home dad is still so stigmatized in our society. Absolutely. And, and I mean, the, the role on its own uh, for, for men to, we keep saying that they need to find um, a new role of being a, a father, of being a family man, uh, but we have not defined what that means. Yes, very true. Now, heart disease in South Africa is already a major issue, claiming the lives of approximately 25,961 men, South African men, on an annual basis. And the the latest research does indicate that the growing phenomenon of stay-at-home dads is actually contributing to this. Mm. Um, so a study was conducted by the U.S. National Institute for Health, um, and they looked specifically at one's occupation and the impact of that occupation on health. And the study found that uh, these stay-at-home husbands were approximately 82% more likely to die from a heart attack than uh, the, you know, their counterparts that still work out there in the, in the working environment. 82% is a huge percentage. So does this take away uh, perhaps from lifestyle-related conditions? Yes, it's a, it a, is a huge percentage. And yes, it does boil down to lifestyle-related um, changes that these men undergo. So firstly, there is the fact that they could be feeling very stressed, but they don't always have a, a, someone to talk to, an outlet to sort of deal with that stress. Mm. And, you know, similar to what you find with stay-at-home moms, um, oftentimes the sort of corporate environment and people who deal with stress in the corporate environment is given more attention and they receive more support from the community, whereas being a stay-at-home parent is, is, is often viewed as, um, you know, not a real job or maybe not as stressful yeah. as life in the corporate environment. And then, of course, these dads, also because of the stress and because of the stigmatization they face, can sometimes start engaging in unhealthy behavior, such as um, utilizing alcohol, maybe sometimes mm. um, eating out often and not taking care of a healthy diet, and even smoking, you know, to sort yeah. of deal with the stress and to cope with the change that they've undergone in their Maybe let's talk about the, the stressors and, and be specific so that uh, people are aware uh, in, in case they are perpetrators of uh, this, thing, this uh, socialization that leads to heart attacks. Yes. 
Um, you know, it's always interesting uh, when you see people who move from a corporate environment when they have their children and oftentimes the mother then for the first time is confronted with the responsibility of being a stay-at-home mom. And often uh, these, these mothers and these fathers will say to you that you don't realize uh, how much stress you actually have to undergo and what a massive life change it is when you are in that environment. So I think the first thing to do is just to really provide support to listen and to understand that being a stay-at-home parent comes with its own responsibilities and it is a very important job to do. Um, and then another another thing to focus on is to still prioritize your own health. So people naturally go into a state where they want to provide for the family in terms of making sure dinner is cooked or in terms of making sure the children reach their extracurricular activities and all of these responsibilities. But it's still important to take time to make sure that your own diet is healthy, to make sure that you are still getting in your exercise at least 30 minutes three times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, you know, by maintaining that balance and taking care of your own health, you'll also create an environment for the family where there's less stress about you and where everyone um, uh, you know has a, a harmonious environment in which to function I don't uh, particularly uh, I'm not a fan of giving bad news without uh, you know corrective measures uh, we're going to take a break and I'm, I'm going to ask that uh, we just look at tips uh, Nicole on how we can empower help empower uh, men to cope better uh, with stress Lifetime Live with Griselda Dudumashe we invite you to join in the conversation and uh, you can join us uh, via social media at SAFM Radio, both on Twitter and Facebook and uh, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. Uh, we also um, would read your SMSs 40938, SMSs charged at 150 as we're talking about uh, stressors um, that are a risk of heart attack amongst uh, men, particularly who choose to be stay-home dads. And joining me on the line is Nicole. Paul Jennings, who is a spokesperson for Pharma Dynamics. I mean, heart disease has already claimed lives of uh, 25,961 South African men annually. This is, um, it can be prevented if we do things better. Now, Nicole, let, let's give those tools. How do we help um, ourselves to understand some of the stressors um, that men are going through? And I guess uh, in contributing, we should not emasculate them as well. Yes, that's that's very true, and that's going to be the first tip um, that I'll provide is for these females who in many times in these situations are the breadwinners to remember to still speak to their partners, not to emasculate them, mm-hmm. and to listen to them when they explain the challenges that they face as stay-at-home uh, dads. Oftentimes they face uh, pressure from the surrounding society, and the last thing that they then need is additional pressure from their own spouse or partner who ultimately you know, that person's opinion is likely very, very important to that stay-at-home dad. Um, another thing is to encourage your, your partner to to still take care of his health, to check his blood pressure regularly and to go for general checkups with a general practitioner. Um, then it's also advised to connect with other stay-at-home dads, to have a support group that you can speak to um, and to engage with people that are going through a similar situation as you. Ultimately, by talking about this, by not being ashamed, by being proud of the role that you are playing as the caregiver in that family, that those are the first steps to start destigmatizing the fact that um, you know men can now also be the primary caregivers in the home environment. Mm. Then also 
So, you know, remember to go outside. So when, especially when you have infants or toddlers, it is sometimes difficult you know, to, to go through the process of preparing them to leave the house. But it is important to get outside, get fresh in, get some exercise. So, you know, there's nothing like a walk or a run with your toddlers or with your your infants to just revitalize the body. And, of course, you're doing your cardiovascular system a big favor mm-hmm. by strengthening those muscles. Um, and then last but not least is just to maintain those healthy habits um, that are important for, for everyone's healthy lifestyle. So instead of opting for a quick takeaway lunch, um, you know, perhaps if your children aren't eating um, solid foods with you yet, rather um, prepare all your meals on the weekend. Make sure you have a fridge that's fully stocked with balanced, healthy, nutritious meals or freeze some of your meals. And that way you make sure that your diet remains a priority for yourself as well. And, and I mean, as you explained this, uh, Nicole, I'm hearing more about uh, strengthening um, one physically. What about emotions, um, taking pride in, in, in doing what you're doing, being a, a stay-home dad? And instead Absolutely. of regretting and moaning and groaning, and I'm, I'm I'm happy that you mentioned that staying home does not necessarily uh, give you cut blanche on that remote control. You need to go out and and just uh, exercise a bit. Absolutely, it's extremely important, and I mean there is there's a vast amount of research that's been done to link not only your physical well-being to heart health, but mm-hmm. it also boils down to stress and to emotional well-being. So yes, just like you exercise your muscles and exercise your body, um, make sure that you pay attention to your emotional well-being by thinking positively every day, by remembering to to be grateful and to show gratitude mm. for the positive things you have in your life and by talking. It's very important not to keep things um, huddled up inside and to express your feelings to your partner, to other people in a similar situation and to build a support system for yourself that can ultimately ensure your emotional well-being. And and how um, ways in which we socialized uh, adding, contributing to this challenge where uh, you'll be told tigers don't cry. What if the tiger is hurting yes it's very you know with with this sort of situation the stay-at-home dad it's very similar to almost mental health as well in south africa that is also still very stigmatized Mm. and it's important for every single one of us to take responsibility and not to um, you know light-heartedly make comments that continue this type of stereotyping so when you're in a conversation and um, people do speak negatively about fathers that stay at home or that are the primary caregivers in their household not to engage in that conversation and to perpetuate this the system yeah. um, you know it's a very very important role and as more females enter the the working environment it is only natural that more fathers will opt for the caregiver role we are all you know individuals with our own strengths and you know when when that is the case um it, it, there really is no reason for anyone to stigmatize a father who's taking care of his children and taking care of his family all right let's take your calls and uh you can dial 0891-104-207 and uh, send us whatsapp voice notes on 0614-104-107 temba you joining us uh, from rustenberg good afternoon and welcome I'm, I'm very sorry to women, Christina, but I must say that women are very, very evil. How? You know, they are, uh, yes. Temba, remember, very... maybe maybe let's say some women, because remember yeah, a yeah, woman yeah. gave birth to you. Are you saying your yes. mother is evil? Uh, some, sorry, some. Okay. Some women are very, very evil. They are the cause why men are dying of heart attacks. 
uh, either that man is staying home by choice or not. When people are to bed just because you are no longer working. And also uh, give the children that influence that this is your father, but he doesn't take care of you. Uh, uh, telling them to disrespect you because you are no longer able to support them financially. Physically, it's uh, nothing to women. If you are not supporting them financially, uh, you will be treated as bad as nothing. It doesn't matter how many years the shelter is mm. treating that woman well, even if it's 30 years. But if you've got no money, suddenly you become nothing. Then you've got no other choice but to die for the test. Because you are being treated bad as if you are a bad person. Uh, uh, and you are not. It's only the situation. <clears throat> so I'm saying some women are very evil. In fact, most women I know, they are like that. Maybe it's time nothing. you change friends. <laughs> Maybe it's time you change friends. I, I, I strongly advise that you change friends um, because I, I particularly know personally as a woman, my friends would yeah. not go on national radio and say I'm evil. So change friends. You're allowed to do that. Thank you so much yeah. for the call. All right. Um, and uh, the, we also have an SMSK in Bloemfontein saying we should stop expecting men to live up to uh, the traditional role defined by society. And particularly, we should also uh, redefine the role of men in, in a transforming society whilst raising and socializing our boy children. Definitely. And this is going to take a lot of work with all of us, I, I guess, um, Nicole. Absolutely. And, you know, that brings me to a very important point that a lot of focus is given in society to the changing role of women. There's a lot of lobbying for women to have equal role, um, equal rights in the workplace to sort of be able to breastfeed and, um, you know, uh, accommodate being able to be a mother and a working woman in the workplace. Mm. But this conversation doesn't happen enough around men yet. Um, we seem to have uh, lost a bit of the balance there when it comes to a change not only happening for females, there's Mm. a change happening for genders in general. And um, we really, I think, aren't doing enough yet to make sure that males aren't stigmatized and to make Mm. sure that they have the support that they need as they go through this change. And I guess it also, uh, you know, would help to pay attention to how you, what you're saying as as the woman when you have a husband who's staying home um, circumstantially. Let's take Unati in PE. Good afternoon and welcome. Yes, uh, hi. Hi, hi, Unati. Yes, so for me, I, I actually attest to what the previous caller was saying. I got retrenched, uh, wife immediately left me. He's currently on separation because he has no job. He's been working for 10 years. She got retrenched, 2008, to care for for two years. And as soon as it happened to me, she left. She left you because you were retrenched? Yeah. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. Unati, I empathize with you, um, but I can say that there are many other ways in which you can be there for your children. It does not necessarily have to be financial. I'm not allowed to even see them because they don't work. This is one topic I'd like us to pursue seriously. And I'm, I'm <coughs> requesting that, uh, you know, the production team notes this. Um, women who refuse their children uh, to have access to their dad simply because they can't provide financially. Um, and, and, and I mean, if you can't and you're there physically and emotionally wanting to support your child, why not? 
Thank you, Unati. Thank you very much okay. for sharing that. Thank you. All right. So we'll, we'll respond to all of this, uh, Nicole, when we return from the news headlines with Utsile Sako. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.6 FM in Palabora. And the rest of the country, we on 104 to 107 nationwide. And thank you so much for choosing SAFM Radio and Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda, to be in particular. And uh, we continue having this conversation about the increased uh, risk of heart disease amongst particularly uh, stay-at-home dads. And joining us on the line is Nicole Jennings, who is spokesperson of Pharma Dynamics. Let's take Jay in Deben. Good afternoon, Jay. Good afternoon. <clears throat> I must congratulate the t- you on this topic and your registration. I think we should get more um, uh, people like Nicole, I think it's Nicole, that's what I heard, Correct. to come and uh, to this platform and engage with the public, uh, male and female, and uh, when I say public stakeholders, uh, there must be incentive for people. Sometimes people need incentive to listen and participate in uh, talk shows like that. So, uh, like giving them a weekend away, a way, uh, you know, having a picnic, a gathering. But coming back to the topic of men and the roles that they have to play in society, time is evolving. Levels of education has moved to a higher standard. Technology has gone to such an extent, sometimes at the blink of an eye, you are on another level. Mm. So, Traditionally, we and, and culturally, we, we do idea, we got to idea to our language and things like that. Okay, we got to identify uh, our different ethnic groups and languages. But on the old, basically, when men and women say, because of money, we separated, and I'm not going to allow my children to see you, and this, we now teaching our children that the value and disciplines of life depend only on money. money. Which is sad, Jay. Thank you. Thank you very much for that contribution. T.I., you joining us from Pretoria. Good afternoon. Uh, Good afternoon, Criselda. How are you? Very well. Um, sometimes, you know, when you're connecting to a topic, it's very difficult to just say I'm good. Because uh, yeah, this is tragic, seriously. Okay, you know what? I want us to look at another side. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as women, I know I have friends that have been on both sides where the man was only thinking that he's a man because he's giving money mm. to the wife. And now, when he's unemployed, he is He's feeling like he's um, not many emasculated mm. because now he's no longer the boss. Everything used to go his way because he was bringing the money home. Mm. And that's, that's one thing that we need to look at. Because remember in the past, women were staying at home and they were abused because the man was the breadwinner. And other men are raised in that way. That mentality is still there. So now when he sees the wife going into the car, going to work and coming late, and he knew that what he was doing when he was not coming home, coming late, and he's thinking the wife is doing the same thing. Yes, some of them are doing the same thing. Like mm-hmm. if a man can do it, she can do it. But we must actually look at it not only as men being mm-hmm. victims, but they are perpetrators of that behavior. It's almost like 
we can say karma is coming back. Ooh, Ti, that's that's not a nice thing to say. No, I I I'm not saying. But the thing is, not all of them are abusive. I, I sympathize. There's two sides to this. There are mm. men who are treated unfairly. Mm. He was a good husband, uh, and all this. But there are men who think money is power, yeah. and when he's working, he does what he wants. So now People he doesn't know how wants. to be. And now when he's not working, he gets a heart attack because now he doesn't have money to control the wife and the children. I, I disagree with women who take their children away from their husbands, mm. because, from their fathers, just because the man is no longer working. But we have to look at this. This is very uncomfortable, yeah. but we also have to look at this side. Thank you for Not bringing that perspective. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very okay. much. That that hits. That that like hits home. Um, that it's karma. You've always been abusive because you had access to money, and and now it's reverse roles. And almost feeling like or sounding like women then take on the role of being the men of the house when they provide. How do we change this um, society that we're becoming, Nicole? Yes, so firstly, looking at uh, one of the comments from one of your first callers, where, um, you know, oftentimes you find a female leaving when the husband, uh, you know, is retrenched or loses his employment. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, that kind of behavior is really quite hypocritical when you consider how women have fought for equal rights. Um, you know, women wouldn't expect their husbands to to sort of walk out the door if they, for instance, lost their job or if they, for instance, aren't necessarily the breadwinner in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And similarly, we can't do that to our partners. Um, You know, it is a fact that with a struggling economy, we are going to see more retrenchments and there are going to be these struggles within um, marriages and parenthood. But the message we're sending there to our children and what we're saying to the next generation is that the money you earn is what's most important. It's what makes the human and it's what Mm -hmm. makes you a contribution member of this family. Um, so, you know, acknowledging someone for the value that they bring as an individual into that relationship, I think is the first step in rectifying this in society. Um, then in terms of stay-at-home dads, I do think there's a lot of scope for them to mobilize and yeah. to form bodies to actually start talking about this more in the public um, forum. We've seen that with women a lot. We've got a lot of um, female um, groups of activists who fight for women rights, mm. but we don't see that with males. And and um, in this changing society, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of in saying, actually, we need to relook at the role of males and we need to start talking about this and we need to um, engage and connect with each other and mobilize to make this a reality. Um, yeah, and I think then, again, you know, it's just so important to maintain that balance. That's it. Yes. Uh, so where do we find um, the study for those who perhaps activate campaigns um, to just help create the awareness? Because um, this is a month-long awareness, um, uh, health, uh, heart, uh, awareness month. Yes, that's correct. So we've uploaded this article that was linked to the study and all the results onto the Pharma Dynamics website. So that's Um and people can log onto the website, access the information, and then do some further reading from there. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Nicole, uh, for joining us. And thank you for the, all the great work um, and uh, for helping us be enlightened as we become better people.
Absolutely, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. That's uh, Nicole Jennings, who is spokesperson of uh, For Pharma Dynamics. And uh, we conclude this conversation. Coming up next is uh, we're going to look at uh, some of the organizations that are just doing good out there and how we can connect uh, and do good initiatives. And uh, right now, just to conclude that conversation, hopefully Morning Sun comes through and we become better at decisions we make. And that's Robin Thicke.